Hi everyone. Jake and I are so grateful for all of your support. We want to remind all of our listeners to always dive within the limits of your training and experience and always follow the advice of your instructors and dive masters. This podcast is not intended as a substitute for formal dive instruction. We are so thrilled to have this space to share our stories and experiences and thankful we get to share them with all of you. Stay safe out there and always have fun. Dive 11. Woo! Here we are. We're still We're here. Still here. Still here, everybody. Still After here recording. After all this time. <laughs> And you're still here. You're still yeah. listening to us. So we're doing something right, maybe. Yeah. We're so grateful, by the way. Side note, we're so grateful for all the support. Miles and I were going over it earlier uh, for something which we'll hopefully well, be able to tell you we about hit, later. We hit our goal we listener did. number. We did. We did so hit our that, goal listener number. So that's something that we can tell yeah. you. But stay tuned for other big news. Yeah, we'll probably, we hope to have some other big news coming soon. Um, but yeah, we just want to thank you guys for listening, for supporting us. Uh, if you haven't already, please uh, hit the follow button on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, wherever you're listening, because that really does help us out. Okay, so on Dive 10, the last time we were on, yeah. Jake and I were in the middle of our class together, and we were just going over all the things we do differently and how we were just surprised to watch each other across the pool and realize like, oh, I didn't know this person as much as I thought I did, and it doesn't make it bad. It was just like a funny surprise. But we are now at the end of said class, and both of us had absolutely amazing times and yeah, great students. Yeah, we did. Um, a couple of my students have already uh, expressed, you know, wanted to go diving with me. So hopefully, we'll get a, a dive together soon with that with that class. But uh, yeah, no, it was an awesome class. Um, you have super one... stoked to uh, to you know to send them out into the world. I know a couple of them are going on vacation to go diving this weekend. Um, so, you know, shout out to them. You have and, one that's uh, so excited about your camera. She wants to learn photography from you already. Yeah, which is terrifying because I don't know the first damn thing about photography. <laughs> and I'll be the first to admit it. Um, I know, I know just enough to be dangerous, but, uh, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm going that's to funny. actually, before I try and teach anyone photography, I'm going to take the digital photography course from somebody else. Yeah. Um, because I do, I, you know, I don't want to make, I don't want to give her any bad habits. Yeah. Um, no, in my class, my class was great too. I actually had two classes going on basically simultaneously. So I had that open water that Jake and I had together and which was just awesome. I had a great dive master in training and Dimit, mm. and I also had an awesome DM with me and yeah, awesome students. Yeah. So all in all, really great learning experience for the young professionals that was that were with me. But then also, you know, it's always a great learning yeah. experience for me when I'm out there with students. Yeah. And not only did we go out and do classes, but we did do a fun dive together. We took the two of us, <laughs> the two people that were helping us out as our dive masters, who are also instructors, got certified as instructors with me. Uh, and your, your Dimit, your dive, dive master in training, mm -hmm. your, your Dimit, your dive master in training came with us. And one of my friends came as well. Who was and a past student. Yes, who was, well, not my, my student. It was a student from, of the shop, but not my uh -huh. student, it was just friends. And um, we had a great dive. The visibility, we, we were talking about so how, fun. we were talking about how good the visibility was and how much we regretted that we were teaching and couldn't go out and enjoy it. And we all kind of looked at <laughs> each other and went, wait, 
we, we can, can go out and yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, we have it. full tanks. We have, we full, have tanks. full tanks. So we did. So we did. We went out and uh, we went out and had a fun dive. It was. It was a lot of fun. It, it was, was. Yeah, it was great. You know, just being out there and chewing skills with students and really, you know, hitting the hard stuff on dives one and two. But then going out again with pros and people that you know that everybody is going to take care of themselves. Yeah. You know, you have your buddy, but everyone is a really solid professional diver. And so that was just, it was just a really good time. And honestly, like so relaxing to be in the water and dive and just like. It's a different sort of diving between teaching classes where you're very focused on your students and making sure they're all safe and having fun Mm -hmm. and learning what they need to be learning um, to diving with friends and dive professionals where you can kind of say, all right, you know, it's a much, it's a different style of diving. I, I, Mm -hmm. I do think I dive differently with students than I do, uh, you know, for fun. Is it hard for you to switch back? Oh, I know, 100%. I know 100%. for me, I was diving and the, the Dimmit was my dive buddy. And I kept checking behind me and asking if he was okay. And then at one point, I literally saw him roll his eyes in his mask. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm being so annoying right now. Of course he's okay. Yeah. Of course he's okay. It is a little tough to turn it off. I ex- It's we tough were, to turn it off. We were walking into the water and I had, had to resist the urge to turn around and go, shuffle. all right, everybody, shuffle your feet and shuffle. put air in your BC. I had to resist that urge, but I did resist that urge. Um, and we got some, I got some, a couple really good photos. Yeah, you uh, we did. Found, we found a wolf eel. I did confirm it was the wolf eel. Oh. By the way, because the picture that uh, we were red? talking about, the picture that we were, that um, our, our friend took who said it, that it wasn't the wolf eel, I looked at that picture. That was in a different spot. That wasn't the same animal. Okay. Um, in a different spot of the wall. So so it was the wolf eel. Okay. Um, the, uh, what we saw was the wolf eel. So... Yeah, uh, we had some really good dives, but we today's episode, the focus of today's episode is about uh, something that we started to bring up in Dive 10, uh, which is diving and health and, and healthy habits and, and, you know, what do we do to, to keep ourselves physically and mentally ready to go diving? Yeah. Um, and we sort of touched on it on Dive 10, but I think it's something that we both wanted to talk more about. So we're focusing today, the full episode is going to be about, uh, about diving and health. So I think we'll start with sort of the physical yeah, aspects I think that's of, easier. Of, yeah. of health. Yeah. Um, we'll go over a little bit. Okay. <laughs> right. So I think we'll start with the physical aspects of health first, then we can move into some of the mental and other like effects of diving. Yeah. But uh, starting with the physical aspect, which is where we, where we left it on dive 10, um, you know, it's important, I think, for us to reiterate, you don't have to be the world's most in-shape person to go diving. And you don't have to really, I mean, you have to know how to swim, but you don't have to be a great swimmer. Right. You don't have to be Michael Phelps. You do, have, do need to be competent. somewhat comfortable and somewhat competent in water. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, and, and if you take the dive class, the course, the first thing they're going to teach you or they're going to ask you to do probably is a swim, swim test. So there's 200 yards and a 10 minute tread in the paddy model. Or whatever uh, you know, the other the other models may have you do. So but that's mainly to test like your 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 comfortability in water before we throw a bunch of gear and skills at you. So, Jake, what are some of the things that you do outside of diving in your daily life to stay healthy and stay you know ready to go when the dive uh, happens? I lift tanks and put them down. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Yeah, that is a serious exercise. Yeah, and you know, kind of. The more, you know, I, I, I lug a lot of gear around just because we're instructors and we have a lot of gear. 
And uh, I'm always thinking about, you know, every time I lug this gear around, it's really just practicing for helping students lug their gear around. You want to hear a funny story with that? Always. So I, I was at the gym with producer Caleb. And <laughs> we, I was looking in the mirror and I was doing something with like shoulders. I was doing like shoulder dips or something or tricep. I don't, I don't remember what it was, but I look at my shoulders and I'm like, why is my right one just massive? Like, why is my right arm just ridiculously massive? And my left side does not look the same. And Caleb was like, there's no way it doesn't look like that. It doesn't look like that. And like, come over here and look. And I flex and he goes, how did that even happen? And I, it hit me. I would go, I pick up tanks with, with my right side. Yep. So you're just constantly. Oh, and then he goes, you, do you think you should switch to your left? I said, absolutely not. Why would I switch to my left? No. <laughs> you don't want to have two boulders for shoulders? No, but I don't want to switch to my left hand. That's so awkward. <laughs> I mean, I'll carry two if I need to balance it out. I think you should just But carry I'm not going to sling a tank over my left shoulder. I will literally drop it. I think you should just carry two tanks around for the rest of your life. That On way, my like You'll even them out. Yeah. I mean, I did today, but... I, I definitely, that was my immediate thought. I'm like, oh yeah, it's because I have to tense my shoulders when I'm carrying the tent. So actually corollary to that though, people that are right-handed typically have more muscle mass on their right side versus their left yeah. and vice versa with left-handed people. And so what we'll find is that beginner divers, and when I say beginner, I mean in the pool, like we haven't even gotten to the ocean beginner divers, as they start playing with their buoyancy, they'll notice they roll to their dominant side. That side is heavier in the water than the other side hmm. because they're favoring that side. Either whether, whether, whether the muscle mass is actually pulling them in that direction, you have to be in like really good muscular shape for that to happen, but you, you'll unconsciously roll and lean and favor that side because you know, you're just so conscious of doing it on land that you expect it to work the same in the water. And when it doesn't, everyone's like, well, why, why do I keep rolling to my right side? I'm like, are you right-handed? They go, yeah, I am. I go, what side do you lean on when you have to lean on something? Honestly, I've never even thought about that, but that's a really good point. Yeah. I'm, I'm for sure going to use that in the yeah, future. Yeah, and, and I bet all the right-handed people out there are going to go, huh, no wonder I like diving with the reef on my left side so I can roll onto my right shoulder. <laughs> okay, so besides lifting tanks, what are some of the things you do? I know um, you do more than just lifting tanks. Yeah, I run a lot. Um, yeah. For me, that's super important because I want to make sure that my cardiovascular system is in a good enough shape where I can, uh, my, my, I can control my breathing and I can control... Uh, my air consumption, so, so I can keep up with you. <laughs> so I can keep up with you. Yeah. Uh, because you have better air consumption than I do, so yeah. I have to I have to do more cardio than you to kind of balance that out to get to to get to your level. I don't um, do cardio. No, you don't do cardio. You refuse <laughs> to do cardio. Uh, in the same way that I refuse to go to the gym with you, because big muscle mommy energy over here, guys. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I'm perfectly happy with, with my, with my five mile runs. Okay. Um, so, so other than running, what about like your food? Like what kind of food do you eat? Yeah, do you absolutely. try to stay healthy in that um, way? Water consumption? I drink a lot of water. I mean, I think one of the things that divers, especially new divers don't really think about is because they're in water and they're in wetsuits and stuff, they don't notice how much they're exerting themselves, how much they're sweating. So they actually burn quite a lot of water uh, in the pool and in the ocean that they don't notice. And then they'll get out of the pool or come back the next morning or that night and they'll be like, damn, I'm really dehydrated. And they'll be mm -hmm. chugging water. And the thing that doesn't work to hydrate you is chugging water 20 minutes before a dive. All that's going to do is make you cramp up or make you pee. Yeah. 
Um, no, we always tell people the day before. Yeah. The day before, try to drink a lot of water and hydrate yourself before you go to yeah. sleep. And then that's going to benefit you in multiple ways. Not only will it help with your energy levels and just not being dehydrated and staying, you know, you know, more healthy during the dive, but also diving really dries out your mouth mm. with the air and staying hydrated is really going to help with that. I'm literally drinking water right now because this, con <laughs> this conversation is making me thirsty, but it is very true that um, keeping you dehydrated, you're keeping you hydrated is going to be one of the best things you can do for yourself, especially especially over a dive weekend. Let's say mm -hmm. you're doing three, four dives a yeah. weekend or you're on a dive trip where you're on a boat every day. Um, you know, it's super tempting and this sort of leads into the next thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, it's super tempting. You, let's say you're on a dive trip. You get off the boat at three, four o'clock in the afternoon. You go back to the hotel, you shower, you change, and you do what? Start drinking. You start drinking. <laughs> you start drinking. And of course, when you're drinking, you're probably drinking what local beer. So you were in you're Indonesia. Drinking, yeah, you're drinking. You're drinking bintang all day, all afternoon. Yeah. Um, Which goes down like water. <laughs> it does. It does. Um, and you're, you're eating, well, and then you're eating fries, exactly. and then you're filling up on fries and beer, and then you're going diving. And coming from experience, it does not work, and we 100% do not recommend doing that. I recommend getting off the boat, drinking water, taking a nap, and then eating something protein-packed. Now, this is what we recommend. <laughs> There's nothing to say that you can't have a couple of bintangs after a yeah, dive. Yeah, exactly. Or a couple of red stripes for my Caribbean friends. Um, there is nothing wrong with the post-dive beers. You're welcome to them. All we're saying is don't do 12 of them yeah. because you'll drink them instead of water and you want to be making yeah. sure that you're hydrating and you want to making sure that you're putting nutritious things in your body after a dive day because if you're going to go diving the next morning, uh, you're going to want you know fuel in the tank and you're not going to want to be starting from empty. And even if you didn't sign up for the morning dive and you sign up for the afternoon one, this all still rings oh, true. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Just because I don't have dives in the morning, I mean, if I'm hungover yeah. all morning, I am you're not, not going to be wanting to do those well, dives in the afternoon. Well, you're also not hydrated. You're not hydrated whatsoever. So yeah, exactly. Like Sorry. we said, you know, it it happens. But our recommendation, this is what we recommend for people yeah. to do for sure to stay the most healthy for your dive. Um, I think we, corollary, you know, keeping yeah. that train of thought going. Um, what about say the recreational side of certain, you know, cigarettes? Um, yeah, so I think it's Where kind it's of... legal marijuana. I think it's even more so we recommend, we highly recommend do not do any of that yeah. the day of diving or the day before diving or even like, I mean, just in general, we 100% like, uh, we just don't support it yeah. from this. I think smoke, I think we're talking about smoking right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, like cigarettes, tobacco doesn't really mix with diving. I think for some pretty obvious reasons, you yeah. know, just shortness of breath issues. Um, you know, obviously the biggest thing with especially, diving. Especially with free diving too. The, the biggest thing with diving obviously is your, your breathing, your breath control, your ability to process oxygen and, and, and process uh, waste gases at, in and out of your body. And obviously smoking sort of, you know, it coats the surfaces of the lungs, it makes them less efficient. Um, so, we definitely, you know, that's certainly something to, to stay away from while you're, while you're diving. Um, you know, the other recreational substances that one may or may not partake in over the course of a dive weekend, I think, again, that's going to be, you know, once it goes in you, you don't go in the water. Yep. Um, 
I think, you know, it's just a, as a general rule, because a, a fit state of mind is a good thing and a necessary thing to go diving. Where, you know, you don't want to be, yeah. you don't want to be, um, you know, you don't want to be not focused on diving while you're down there, because if something does go wrong, you want to be able to react in an appropriate way and, and not have your mind clouded. I would just say, you know, if you wouldn't drive after you did it, don't dive after you do it, even more so. So any kind of substance or yeah. anything that goes in your body that's going to change your state of mind, just don't. Just yeah. stay away from it completely. Yeah. And yeah, just focus on your diving. Like <laughs> if you're gonna go diving, focus on that dive trip. And you know, like you can have fun, but circle it and center everything around that dive trip because that's what it should be about. Yeah, and this isn't just for trips, obviously. Like, if you're doing a weekend of diving just at home, you know, our San Diego friends, our, our California and Florida divers, our East Coast divers all up and down the coast, I mean, you know, not to say that after the dive you can't have a couple beers. Um, you know, everything in moderation and, and be mindful of, of what you're doing. But, um, you know, yeah. as a general rule, uh, this this trip that I'm about to go on, which I haven't really talked about on the podcast and I'll probably hold off until it gets closer because I'll know more in a bit, but uh, I'm actually going to try and make it a uh, fully sober trip, at least while I'm diving. Yeah. Um, just to, I think uh, you'll enjoy it so much more I, that way. Well, I don't know if I'll enjoy it more. I think it'll be, <laughs> it'll be lighter on my wallet um, and, and, and probably I'll sleep a little bit better and, and obviously, you know, the more I sleep, the, the, easy, the easier the my dives are. You'll hold the camera more steady. Yeah, my, my hands will be shaking because I'm tired or whatever. Yeah. Um, Things that'll help with hydration. We didn't really talk about this, but I think it's something we should bring up. Um, electrolytes, obviously, those water additives, the packet, the packets that you can pour into water. Things like vitamin C supplements, um, and uh, and what's the? I can't think of the other one. But there's another. Uh, there's some compounded minerals and vitamins that you can put into uh, into water. Stuff that just kind of gives you that electrolyte boost. That that. Uh, that like body salt, boost salt that you need, lemon. salts and lemons. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, but that's dangerously close to tequila. No, no, no. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Definitely not. But I, I know, like, if I ever need a natural kind of um, uh, hydration drink, yeah. sometimes I'll just do a little bit of sea salt and lemon, and that Ooh. also helps. Into water. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was gonna say just like some it's straight, like a, no, some no, straight uh, salt. No, on no, a lemon. no, 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 no. Mixing it in <laughs> salt off a lemon. No, just mixing it in water, and that gives you like a little natural hydration. Oh, okay, drink. nice. Yeah. If you can find lemons and salt, you're you're golden. So I would say some of the things that I do to stay healthy and stay in shape, I go to the gym a lot. I like to be able to know like, yes, if I needed to lift someone, if I needed to carry someone, if I needed to do anything with a student that's larger than me, I have the ability to do so and I'm staying in shape enough to, yeah, just hold my own in the water and yeah. especially with people that are always going to be bigger than me. So always? they're always going to be bigger than me. <laughs> And then also just like I <laughs> shut up. Um, <laughs> but I I also eat a lot of protein. Um, Caleb and I we both really take care of our health, and so we eat a lot of protein and a lot of carbs in our house. So just like having good full meals, especially before you're going diving, to give you that energy. But I would say not immediately before you. No, go no, diving. no. I mean like the day before. It's all on the day before. Like, we're still on that train of thought of, like, yeah. preparing yourself 
24 hours before you're gonna go diving. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't eat the morning of dives. I think we talked about this when we were talking about dive routines. Mm -hmm. um, I don't eat the morning of dives because I know that I have a slightly slower digestion and I don't want that to hit me in the middle of a dive. <laughs> okay, I don't um, have that problem. Yeah, well, <laughs> lucky you. Um, but I don't want that to hit me in the middle of the dive. So I yeah. will, uh, like, we dive early Saturday morning, early Sunday morning. So I will eat early in the evening on Friday and Saturday night. So that way my body has time to digest. And before I go in for my first dive, I can take care of whatever I need to take care of. <laughs> um, and, you know, I don't put anything, I don't put anything super heavy into my body after that. So in, you know, in between dives, I wouldn't recommend a burger and fries. Maybe go for Definitely like, not. maybe go for like some soup and some crackers or something like that. Some light and easily digestible. So let's get into a subject that I find like super important and I hope everybody else does too, but it's really important to stay in a good mental state of mind. I always tell my divers during their B-Wharf or B-RAF, whatever you call it, that the final check not only means that you're physically ready to dive, but also that you're mentally ready to dive and making sure your buddy's mentally ready to dive. So making sure that before you're getting in the water, you just know, like, you know that you are ready to do that dive and that you've been able to calm yourself down before the dive starts. So that goes into the planning of the dive, right? And talking about, are we confident that we can handle the conditions that we're gonna get, that we're, yeah. that we're expecting to see? Are we confident we can handle the surface conditions that we're expecting to see? Yeah. Do we have the training for this? And are we confident in our abilities as divers to execute this dive? Yeah. There are dives where I've looked at that, the conditions on the surface are below and I've said, you know what? I am not confident and even if I do complete this dive, it I won't will be, be relaxing. It, diving to me, and we've talked. You know, we've talked about this a hundred times. I tell all my classes. I tell everyone I can about this. Diving to me is my happy place, my zen place, my peace in the water. And if I am stressed out the entire dive, I've scrubbed a dive purely because I didn't. I was just having a bad mental like mental dive day. mentally. I was yeah. not even a mental bad mental day because when I have a bad mental day, I go to the ocean. I was having a bad dive just in my own head. I was just. I was fidgety I was focused I was focusing on all the wrong things and I was in my head and I was like you know what I'm not enjoying this dive and I called it um and I was diving with a couple of our friends on um uh off a off a boat we were diving in some deeper water and I called it and I was like hey guys I'm done I'm going back up and uh they said okay you know you good and I was like yeah I'm good it's the, the anchor's right there I'll take myself up and uh, get myself out of the water because I just at a certain point I wasn't paying attention to them either and I didn't want them to be relying on me we were diving as as a three so I didn't want them to be relying on me if I wasn't paying attention to them so I basically we we through hand signals I basically said hey I'm you know you guys keep diving you guys buddy up together and keep diving but I I'm not I'm done with this dive I can't do this dive uh, I'm gonna head to the surface. There is absolutely nothing wrong with um, with with calling a dive early because you're just not feeling it. It even makes me think of, so we have a great instructor at our shop that says to every single class and every single student and instructor that he works with that any diver can call a dive at any time for any reason. Yeah. And, and that 100% is true. 
and I definitely follow that. I yeah. live by it. I try to listen to my students in my class and what they're feeling as well as, you know, as far as different dives go. If you're feeling at all mentally not prepared or not ready to do the dive, scrub it. Yep. The best thing you can do for your mental health. For, well, yeah. not even not for your physical health, potentially, yeah, yep, is yep. to scrub that, that dive. That too. Um, the other thing I'll say about mental health, for especially as us as professionals, is we can get burned out. Mm-hmm. We do. We work a lot of late nights. We work a lot of early mornings, especially the the way our classes are structured. And we have an awesome shop that has a lot of instructors and a lot of dive masters. And I ended up working four or five classes in a row. Um, you know, I took that on. I thought I could handle it. And I looked myself in the mirror one day and I was like, I'm not sleeping well. I'm not enjoying diving because yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not fully there. Uh, so it's just stressing me out. It's taking a little more out of me than it should. And I called up a, a, another dive master. I said, hey, listen, um, I can't go to the ocean this weekend. I just won't. I just can't. I'm just, I'm burning out. And I yeah. don't want, I don't want diving to be the thing that burns me out. Yep. Uh, I want diving to be the thing that heals me from burning out from, you know, work or life or whatever it is. So, you know, as professionals, we should be conscious of and we can be conscious of, uh, you know, saying, hey, you know what? I've been pushing myself too hard. I've been taking on too many classes uh, or I've been taking on too many late nights or whatever it is. I just need to give myself a, a couple of days to relax and, you know, be dry and, you know, sleep well. Yeah. And I think we see that so much like we see it here but I definitely know that it happens in the tropics a lot. It happens everywhere. They have classes just churning out all the time. And there's not as much staff as we have either. And so those people are constantly working. And during the busy season, they'll work six to seven days a week. And so I just like, I don't know if everyone's aware of that. And I want it to be known that yeah. we get you and you're heard. And when you need a break... And when you're burnt out, take it, take, take it, it and it's the best say thing, something. Yeah, it's the best thing you can do for yourself and your students is yeah. take it. I mean, you know, say something to another instructor and ask them to cover you. Um, you know, the teaching classes, right? You're, you're taking on a lot of responsibility for your students. And it's a responsibility that we all gladly take on. And it's why we got into this. But at that same time, that puts a lot of mental pressure on, on a person. And we all have to, you know, sometimes I think I forget that, that I'm taking on this pressure. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you feel it. You, you definitely feel it. I think after a day in the pool as an instructor, I'm more tired than I am as a dive master. Um, so, you know, as an instructor, I think we work harder and, and our, we work our brains more. And, you know, everything in diving is a little bit, you know, you're under physical pressure. And that has mental, mental, and that has mental effects as well. Yeah, and you know, we have to. I've definitely been out there, and I've had bad dives before. And the biggest thing that helped me is one talking to my friend about it, talking to Jake about it, and saying, "Hey, like, I didn't have a great last dive at this one location. Mm -hmm. Would you want to go out? And I want to, I want to clear that out of my head before I go out there with anybody else. I just want to, I want to face it. I want to go back to the location that I had the back the bad dive and I want to push through that and you know be there with someone that I know will help me work through it you know we still haven't actually done that dive we have yeah oh, no, but we, like, no we have done you know that we dive. didn't right, do right, the right. things you know like that we, we had talked about right. but 
we did we, we did went that dive to the location right. we, we did went that to the location way. and i had a fun dive and that's what i needed yeah. from that yeah um yeah getting getting back in the water kind of getting that muscle memory back all definitely all definitely good things and we should say on the flip side of all this men you know diving has been so good for i know for my mental health i'm sure for yours as well miles yeah. um you know I say, you know, it's my calm, it's my peace, it's my it's my quiet, happy place. It truly is. I had a student, and I might have, did I mention this on, my, on the last episode? Where I said my student, uh, we, we were, I was doing a private um, last week or the week before, and we, we were talking on the surface for a while, and then we dropped down to do some skills, and we came back up, and he goes, I can tell this is your, this is your happy place. And I go, how, do you, how can you tell? He goes, your eyes are so much less intense underwater. That's so funny because I know other divers who their eyes get more intense underwater. Yeah, the, the so big wonder, eyes, the a- Avery's big eyes. I wonder, yeah. I wonder, you know, how that happens or where that comes from yeah. for people. Yeah, but, yeah, interesting. I just, I just relax, and it is, you know, that feeling of weightlessness. It does diving allows me to leave all the all the stresses of the land behind. Mm-hmm. My phone isn't ringing. It's not in my pocket. I'm not thinking about it. Um, you know, no one's trying to get a hold of me. I'm not focused on you know, life outside of the water because when I'm in the water, I'm focused on being in the water. I can and I'm dive. focused on being present. <laughs> I can dive and I don't have to hear Jake talk, so. <laughs> Did you know what you were signing up for when you decided to do a podcast with me? That, <laughs> yeah. that we would be honestly, talking a lot? I honestly didn't. I thought you were going to listen to me more. <laughs> I've never listened to you before. Why would I start now? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The poor... Hindsight's twenty twenty, I guess. Uh, but... That's not true. I've learned a lot from you over the course of this. <laughs> okay. All right. So, just keep so let's going. move on um, to some of the things that diving does for us. We talked sort of mentally what it does for us, and, and I could go on for and ages physics. about yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but as far as how diving fits in with being healthy overall, I mean, what are some of the benefits that you've seen? So I definitely think that it helps me just be a more healthy and conscious person. I think I am so aware of my body after diving, but also being a dive instructor. I'm super aware of my body and the different, you know, movements and actions that I'm taking. And if body language too. Yeah. And like, if something hurts on me, I'm really aware of it. And I like, try to fix it right then and there. I don't let things just sit because in my head, so like when I went on vacation and I had water stuck in my ear Mm. and I was like hyper conscious about it. And like, if I don't get this out right now, I won't be able to teach and I have to be able to teach. And so I like immediately I went and you know, if I wasn't a diver, I probably like, Oh, you know, water my ear, whatever. And I would have gotten an ear infection, but It's like, that's a good example of, I think like a bigger thing that I do is like, if I have a knee injury, if I have like something that's hurting, I'm really aware to like make sure that I handle it. But at the same time, I think that diving helps with a lot of those injuries. Absolutely. I mean, we've talked to the veterans who have told Mm -hmm. us about how, you know, their physical, their mental, emotional, whatever uh, injuries they may have. They go underwater and they don't feel them as much. Yeah. And, you know, some of that pain goes away for up to a week. We've heard from from the uh, Dive Heart, the Life Waters interviews. Yeah. Uh, some of the other interviews we've done with veterans. Um, you know, I think that... When you prepare for the dive, you're thinking 10 steps ahead. 
And so I'm definitely the kind of person that never thought 10 steps ahead in my life until I started diving and becoming a dive instructor. And now I'm thinking 10 steps ahead for me as well as all my students. And I can totally see that bleeding into the rest of my life, like my home life and just like, okay, what's our plan of action for cleaning the house? And like, um, what's our plan of action for getting ready to go on this vacation, but also like my work life in being able to make like a really good schedule for myself and saying like, okay, what are the risks associated with everything? I mean, obviously you do that yeah. way better, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cheating a little bit now because while we were talking, I did pull up uh, some Patty blogs about, you know, the health benefits of diving. You're totally and cheating. I it am has to cheating, be, this but... has to be authentic. You have to come from the heart. Well, it does come from the heart. <laughs> it comes from the heart of my computer. Oh my God. Um, you know, it, and, and I'm not reading off of this right now. It's kind but of it, Kennergy of you. I don't know what that means. You made that Barbie thing the other day, and I don't know what any also, of it means. Also, we're sitting in your house, and it's very much Mojo Dojo Casa. All right, can we not do this? Can we not like talk? <laughs> I, I like have... your house. It's just Mojo Dojo. All right. Um, I mean, you know, we dive in San Diego, which means that a majority of our dives are shore dives, and shore dives in San Diego mean kickouts. Yeah. We're paddling out a couple hundred yards. So for us, we get a leg day in. Core. Uh, core. For me, it's like core, really, really core. Because, I mean, I use my legs, but it's my core, I think, that's it's propelling just, me. If you ran more, you wouldn't use as much of your core. You'd use more. You'd have those bigger leg muscles in the, you know. Dude, I have big leg muscles. But so, we, you know, we get, we get an actual workout out of it. Um, and yeah. it's a mental workout, too. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, the, I think the best benefits can be summed up with what the veterans told us which is they sleep mm -hmm. better they are in less pain mm -hmm. uh their minds are clearer sharper more focused there's um you know they have more energy um and and you know with with these men with the mental i hate the mental work we have to do to go diving we train our brains to think about things in a three-dimensional context mm -hmm. Um, yes. you know, That's... the answer to a problem could be above you. It doesn't have to be in front of you or behind you or off to one side. It can be above you or below you. You know, we're so used to living our lives in this two dimensional space of the ground is down here, you know, and, and everything sort of exists on the ground. Um, but you know, with, with diving, everything exists in a three dimensional world of up, down and side to side that, uh, you know, we, we get to think in a, in a more three-dimensional, oh, more broad context about things. Okay, so I just thought of this one. This yeah. one can be maybe your last one. Yeah. But I was thinking about it last night. So one of the ways that I meditate and kind of just like my bedtime routine is breath work. And mm. diving is a huge help in breath work. One, it's, it does strengthen your lungs, especially free diving. But just knowing how to control your breath coming in and going out with your nose and with your mouth is so beneficial. It's really flexing those mental muscles of how to move your breath in your body and out of your body, but also how to move your breath between your stomach and your lungs and to exhale just as slow as you're breathing in and vice versa. And so... It's something that I learned in yoga a long time ago and I've brought into diving and through diving, it's helped me even grow that practice a lot further. And I try to continue it both under the water and 
when I go to bed. I, I tell people, students, other divers, that it's, I call it breathing with the middle third mm. of my lungs. I always have a little bit of air in my lungs. They're never fully full either, but they're never fully empty. Mm -hmm. So, and it takes discipline, right? It takes dive, you know, so many dives and so much practice to get good at. Yeah. If I fill my lungs up all the way, it actually feels uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And if I empty my lungs all the way, that also feels uncomfortable. I've gotten mm -hmm. to a point where I'm controlling, I'm, I'm using that middle third, which also, re also requires me to breathe slower, more methodically, uh, you're thinking about I'm, it. You're I'm thinking about it. Thinking about your breath. I'm thinking about it, but I'm not. When I'm diving, I don't think about my breathing. Yeah. Because what I'm thinking about is everything that goes on around my breathing. I'm thinking about am I rising? Am I falling? Mm -hmm. But I'm not thinking about am I is my breathing causing me to do this? It's something that as dive professionals and as divers, the more dives you do, the more. Uh, natural and organic and automatic that process becomes of controlling your body uh, with your breath yeah. and using the breath not just to control your vertical motion in the water but also using your breath to capitalize on movement. Yeah. For yeah. example, uh, if you're using wave motion to, to, as, to help you swim in, you're going to breathe at certain periods during yes. that wave. You'll actually, you'll find yourself, I, I know I do anyway, find myself... Um, breathing in time with the waves or in time with the surge or the current because it's a timing mechanism that I've come up with. All right, if I'm breathing in now, that means I should be kicking or not kicking or moving my body in a certain way. So you end up becoming really connected to your breath and through your breath, the entire ocean. Yeah. Um, which I, is a very Zen thing that I just did there. I want everyone to... I also think that, so for me, <laughs> like I think some of my Zen in diving comes through focusing on my breath. And so if I don't have to focus on students and I don't have to focus on um, a buddy that might need a little bit more help, then I get the chance to just like look at this gorgeous coral and get really like zoned in on a spot or zoned in on like ripples in the sand and just focus on that breathing in, breathing out. And you're yeah. listening to your breath at the same time. I don't know. I just think it's a really healthy way of meditation. Yeah. So. so fun dives are as equally important as training dives for us because sometimes those fun dives are where we learn things. I can't do anything I just described. I cannot do if I have six you know, or eight it, students. It's funny, um, it's funny <laughs> you say that because I find myself doing it more when I have students. Almost as a way to, to remind myself this is about them, but it's also about the way I present to them, right? Like I, if I am, that's a good thing. If I am all up in my own head, if I am flustered, if I am stressed, if I am intense with them, I find that they reflect that energy. Students are the. I think dive students are are, are uniquely good at this, at reflecting whatever energy that you die that their instructor gives out. So if, if, they, if you have a very intense instructor who's very focused on making sure you do things exactly the way they want them done, which thankfully isn't, any, a lot, it isn't the people we work with, it isn't our shop, mm -hmm. that's not how we do it, but um, if you have that instructor, you're going to reflect that energy. Whereas if you have an instructor, you know, I'll use myself as the example of this, or as an example of this, if you have an instructor where I say, you know, Here, here's how I do it, but all I want you to do is do the skill. I don't particularly care how you do it. Um, you know, and, and you reflect that sort of calm energy back to them. They're going to reflect that at you. If you can be calm with them, 
even when they're maybe feeling a little stressed out, they will see that calm and they will feel that calm. And see, here's my thing that I, like I just thought about this. I think to my, I think alone in my own breath, in my own head, I'm intense. And that's an intense look for me. But around my students, I think I'm actually really fun. And I bring like a very light, um, easy, fun energy. Like I'll play rock, paper, scissors with them if we're waiting on like, you know, someone to get down because their ears or I'll like, I, I do like little party symbols when people do things right. I do like oh, I fun. Oh, I dance. Yeah, so I, I do like fun anywhere. things like that. But like that for me is like a fun, exciting, like giving off this very light, happy energy. And then for me, when I'm working on a breath work on my own and I'm focused on that during a dive, I think that is more of an intense look for me. You know, I, I can't, I don't know that I've ever seen you do it and maybe I haven't, I just haven't noticed. You've been um, doing photographs. Because I've been doing camera stuff. <laughs> is that what you do while, yes. while I'm sitting on yeah, something taking Yeah, I work, I, I just focus in on a spot. I look for maybe little nudies or, you know, kind of go across the wall and like really hone in on my breath and my buoyancy. And you don't point them out so I can take photos of them? You just leave them, you just, you know. I'm in my zone. I'm in my zone. Right, you know, you know I like taking photos if of If I see a really cool one, I do. All if right, I see a really right. cool one, I do. Well, we saw a really cool octopus the other day. Oh, and, we did. Uh, I got a really good photo of it. I'm yeah, pretty excited about it. I've been, I've been, I've been waiting to post it um, because I've just been super busy. But yeah. Um, so we've talked a lot about mental and the the, the health effects of diving. Um, let's so wrap let's, it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up with sort of what did we miss? So yeah. we put together lists. We both before this episode started, we put together lists of things we wanted to make sure we talked about as far as diving and health. Um, what did we miss off, off of your list? Okay. So, oh, this is a good one yeah. that we didn't talk about stretching. So making sure you're stretching before and after yes. a dive, because you will really cramp up. And especially in a shore dive, you really need to be flexible just like to really be getting that motion with your legs. Yeah. I think, um, especially for us in, in colder water. Yeah, um, we have a tendency to cramp up and stretching before a dive absolutely will help with that and stretching during a dive sometimes like you'll see me doing I do I do underwater. little yeah no and I do back stretches a lot like I'll stretch out my back so just like making sure you're stretching your body and your muscles and like before and after a dive um, my last one that we haven't talked about mm. is sunscreen. Yes. So we just had an episode come out last week about an amazing sunscreen brand, Stream to See. Yep. Love them. Um, just make sure per their recommendations in our last episode that you're always using your sunscreen. Um, your skin is a vital organ, so make sure you're taking care of it with pre sun care so with sunscreen and lotion and then also moisturizing and reapplying the sunscreen after your dive as well so making sure you're taking care of your skin all um, right yeah let's wrap up with this our next episode is one that we are we're having a lot of fun planning it's our dive masters episode oh i'm so excited we're going to be talking about what makes a good dive master? What makes a bad dive master? <laughs> and how do we encourage good dive master behavior? And, and as instructors, how do we be good dive masters when we are helping out with yeah. another class or we're on a boat or something like that? Yep. Um, and, and how can we 
you know, as dive masters, when we're not the instructor, mm -hmm. how can we foster good uh, learning environments and good diving environments? So if you have tips, stories you want to share, um, you want to give somebody a shout out for being a good DM, uh, we're not calling anybody but out for being bad DMs, no, no negative energy here. But if you have good DM stories, good DM tips, send them in. We'd love to hear about it. We'll be posting about it uh, all week. So stay tuned for that. And uh, until then, I'm Jake. I'm Miles. This is another episode of Free Descent. See you guys soon. Bye.